0: So I want to start this morning, we're in a new series called Imagine. And what we're imagining is a harvest beyond expectation. That is our focus this year, is a great harvest harvest. Amen. And everything else we imagine, God will add it to us. Can you say amen? That's not what we're chasing. We're chasing God this year. We're chasing after the loss this year. And here's how you can be part of our new season as a local church, which is discipleship. Every believer, leader, every leader, disciple maker. This is how simple it is. Find someone who's not saved, bring them to church, get them saved, and then walk with them until they can do the same. It's that simple. Now, once you're doing it, come to the church. We'll train you, we'll equip you, we'll empower you to take that one and make that one 12. Can you say amen? And then we really can shift things in our nation. So, we're talking this morning, turning through to Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. I will continue this next week, but I want to just give you the scripture. It is so incredible. It says, And Joshua said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. Say wonders. So what he was saying is sanctify yourself today so tomorrow God can do in your life what he wants to do. Can you say amen? And so the word sanctify here in the Hebrew is the word quadash. It means to prepare or dedicate. It means to set apart, listen, or keep oneself. So when you sanctify yourself, you're making a decision. I'm keeping myself for what God has for me. I remember when Mandy and I first met, and we'd been married before, we'd been through whatever we'd been through, and God brought us together, and how, you know, we were in our 40s already, we understood marriage, we understood the sexual life, we understood all that, if you know what I'm saying, and we made a decision to keep ourselves until we got married at 40 years old, amen? Now, I must just say this, if it wasn't for Mandy, that might not have happened, I made the decision, she made it happen. Can you say amen? Amen. But listen, here's the thing. By keeping ourselves, it released God's blessing and favor and anointing into our marriage, and it took our relationship to the next level. When you sanctify yourself to God, you are keeping yourself for what God has in store for you. Can you say amen? It also means this. It means to set yourself apart for something special. Look at the person next to you. Say, God's got something special for you this year. And by setting yourself aside, you're saying, God, I'm not just going to live my life. I want that special that you have for me. Amen. It also means to be holy. All right. Then it says, sanctify yourself today because tomorrow, say tomorrow, tomorrow. God's going to do wonders. All right, now, this word wonders is a very interesting word. It's the Hebrew word palah. Say "pala." This is what it means. It means to be separated, or listen to this, to become distinguished. So when you set yourself apart, listen, God sets you apart. When you set yourself apart, listen, God will make you become distinguished. What does distinguished means? It means you'll stand out. It means others will look at you and say there's something different about you. Not because of something you did, other than just say, God, I'm going to keep myself for what you have for me. So it says to be distinguished. It also means this, to be able to accomplish great, difficult, and wonderful things that were previously hidden. So there are things hidden in God for you that you haven't even discovered, but by setting yourself apart, you make the first step to stepping into that. Hallelujah. God has got things in store. And then it means to perform or do miracles. So I want to say this. When we talk about great wonders and great things, we always try and think of it in a human context. So for you, great might be, wow, this, you know, or that, and it's something huge. Listen, sometimes it's the little things that God does in your life that sets you apart. Sometimes it's those little adjustments that he does one, two, three, that launches you into number four. Don't despise small things. The biggest things that have happened in my life are the small things that God's done. Because they've empowered me to go to the next level. Amen? And so we see what is vital to understand then this morning is this. That you do not sanctify yourself in the new covenant. Listen carefully. In the new covenant, you have already been sanctified. What you do is you do the applying. God does the sanctifying, you do the applying. Say, God does the sanctifying, I do the applying. And it's very important that we understand that. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. I'm going fast because we've got a lot of people to pray for this morning. Are you excited? Who's expectant this morning? You know what? We prayed for each other this morning, the elders and the leaders that are serving this morning. We nearly had revival before the service even started. We almost couldn't open the doors for you. Thank God we were able to though. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30 says this, But of him you are in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm in Christ Jesus. Who has become for us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. So listen, we don't come and say, oh, I'm so sanctified. No, no, Jesus sanctified you. He gets the glory. Can you say amen? All right, so here's what you do. Here is how you apply it. You believe it, you receive it, and you walk in it. Say that with me. Say, believe it, receive it, and walk in it. So he sanctifies you. What do you do? Believe it, receive it, and walk in it. Can you say amen? That is setting yourself apart. Hebrews 10 verse 9 says, Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that's the first covenant, that he may establish the second. By that will, we have been sanctified. Say, I've been sanctified. Come on, say it loud. Say, I've been sanctified. How was I sanctified? Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ. Look, once for all. Say, I'm sanctified. So some people think, When you get a revelation of this and you preach this and you tell people, listen, God's forgiveness is perfect. God has sanctified you and God has made you righteous. People think when you get that and you preach righteousness in Christ that people are going to somehow get lackadaisical and keep sinning. But the thing is when you learn you're righteous and you receive it, you're not going to sin more, you're going to sin less. Because you start to realize who you are. You start to recognize your identity. And when you start to walk in your identity and you realize the blessing and the anointing and favor of God is upon you when you do that, why would you keep sinning? Can you say amen? Amen. Bump the person next to you. Say, you're righteous this morning. So the, the scripture teaches us that you are justified. You are made righteous. You are sanctified forever by the blood of Jesus Christ. But listen carefully now, that in the same breath is also an ongoing process in our lives. That's why Peter says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Say it with me, say work out. In other words, he's not saying try to figure out how to get saved. No, he's saying you are saved, now let it work out of your life. Amen? Let it become a reality in your daily life. Because how many of you know the truth is this, the word says live there, we are living here. Don't look at me strange. Even the best of us are maybe living there. So there's always a difference between God, what God says we are, and where we are. And how many you know, as we work out our salvation, God helps us to walk more in that. Bump the person next to you, say, this is going to be a great journey. Because the reality is, you can't be more righteous than you are. You can't be more loved than you are. God loves you completely. God's made you righteous completely. But what you can do is you can live that out. You can trust God every day that that shows up in your marriage. Say my marriage. That it can show up in my children's life. Say my children. That it can show up in my finances. Say finances. How does that happen? By you living it out in your life. Say sanctified. Sanctified. Now listen carefully. Hebrews 10 verse 12 to 14 gives it to us so powerfully. Say, I have been sanctified. Now listen to verse 12 to 14. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, say forever, sat down at the right hand of God that at that time waiting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are? No, 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 no. Those who are? Those who are? Those who are? Okay, so have I been sanctified or am I being sanctified? Can you see? The word does not contradict itself. What it's saying is you've been sanctified forever in your spirit, but as you live that out, you are being sanctified. Say it with me. Say, being sanctified. Now let's do the action. Say, being sanctified. Oh, come on, let's do it nicely. One, two, three, say Being sanctified, one, two, three. I am being sanctified. It's progressive and it's ongoing. Can you say Amen? Amen. Say I'm separated. All right. Now this word, this word in the Hebrew, in the Greek. Sorry, sanctified in the Greek. The Merriam-Webster dictionary says it as this. It says sanctification is the state of growing. Say growing, growing in divine grace. Oh, you don't have to say that. Please, people, just say what I say, you must say, okay? <laughs> All right, it's the state of, uh, sanctification is a state of growing in divine grace as a result of my commitment to salvation. So say, I'm growing. I'm growing. All right, the Greek word is hagiatso. And this is what it means. It has three different areas. Number one, it means to render or acknowledge or honor something. So the first part of sanctification in the New Testament is I look to God and to Jesus and I recognize He is all holy. He is, he is amazing. He is perfect. He is incredible. That's my first step of sanctification is acknowledging God is everything. Acknowledging God is holy, God is righteous. Can you say amen? And then looking towards him as a result. 2 Timothy 2, 1 says, You therefore, my son, be strong. Say, be strong. In the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So it's looking to Jesus as my strength. 2 Peter 3, verse 18 says, But grow in grace. Say, grow. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. To Him be glory forever and ever. The second part is this, is the word sanctify in the Greek means to separate yourself from profane, evil, or common things. Say separate. Separate. All right. It means that while I look to God and acknowledge He's holy, His holiness causes me to be in awe of Him. And so I dedicate myself to be like Him. Amen. Amen. How many of you growing up had had a hero or a superhero? I know for some years when we're young, it's our dad, and then we realize he's also human. But how many know you have a hero, a sportsman or an actor or someone that you look and you say, Man, that person, I really like to be like them? None of you have that. Okay. Shame. Well, maybe it's Jesus. But here's the thing when you look to that hero, how many know it inspires you? You, you look at that person and you say, man, their marriage is so amazing. I wish I could be like that. Or, you know, they've done so well financially. I wish, I wish, and we start to model and look at that person. What does that looking in that person do? It inspires you. When you look at God and you see how holy, how amazing, how wonderful, how compassionate, how loving He is, it inspires you to be like Him. And so you dedicate yourself to say, that's who I want to be. Look at the person next to you say, that's who I want to be. It means you consecrate yourself yourself. And the things of your life to be more like Jesus. Number three, the third area is this. Is that you make a, des- a decision. I was going to say a discipleship. You make a decision to allow God to cleanse you and purify you. Amen. Now if I'm sitting here today, I'll be honest with you. Last year I did my absolute best to be the best pastor, the best husband, and the best Christian I could be. I really did. But I missed in areas. Amen. I, d- I didn't get there in all the areas. So guess what I do? This year, in my fasting, I dedicated myself. I said, God, cleanse me from unrighteousness. Cleanse me from those areas where I didn't measure up. Cleanse me from those areas where I messed up, I lost it. You know, I, I flew off the handle. My ex said, Amen. Help me in those areas for what's fallen. Restore me. Cleanse me. Purify me. Why? So that I can be set apart for what you're going to do this year. Look at the person next to you. Say, "Set yourself apart." All right. So, I am sanctified, but I'm being sanctified. Say, "I am sanctified," sanctified. but I'm being sanctified. sanctified. Look at two Corinthians seven verse one. We're nearly there. It says this: Therefore, having these promises, what promises? The promises of God, that God says, you're able, you're amazing, you're going to be blessed, you're going to be powerful, you're going to walk in your righteousness, God's got amazing. All these promises, because of these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves. Okay, who's going to cleanse? Let us cleanse ourselves. What? From all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness. In the fear of God. Amen. So this scripture makes it feel like maybe you're not sanctified and you're not righteous. No, no, it's saying... Because of the promises of God, because you're righteous, because you look to God and He's awesome and amazing, because you fear God, what are you going to do? You're going to take the decision. You're going to make the effort. You're going to put in the faith. You're going to exercise the grace. You're going to put in the effort intentionally every day to be more like Him, to perfect holiness, to deal with those areas of faultiness. Look at the person next to you and say, sis man, get rid of the faultiness in your life. Now listen, it's not a dead work. It's not you trying to, you know, you trying to save yourself. No, you're already saved. And it's you now trying to work with God to let that salvation become part of your life in every area. In your marriage, in your finances, in your children, in your relationship, in your workplace, wherever you are. Let Christ live through you and out of you. Can you say amen? That's what it means to be set apart. And that's what we're doing this morning. When we pray for you, when, when we set you apart this morning, when we sanctify you and your family, when we pray the anointing on you, that's what we're trusting God for. We are setting you aside for this year because you are called. Look at the person next to you. Say, you are called for greatness. You are called to do something in the kingdom. Can you say amen? And this year, we are going to step into that calling. Say, I'm going to step into it. All right, so just quickly, how does this happen How does this happen? Well, there are four areas in the New Testament that made it happen for them. It was doctrine, communion, fellowship, and worship. All right? Have a look at Acts 2, verse 46 and 47. It says, So they continued daily, say daily, in one accord in the temple. So there was unity, breaking bread from house to house. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, Praising God and having favor with the people and the Lord added. Say the Lord added. Notice the Lord didn't subtract the Lord, added to the church daily those who are being saved. So what is doctrine? Doctrine means I get committed to a local church where the word is preached and I let the apostle, let the sent one, let the person God has called speak the word of God under the unction and anointing of the Holy Spirit into my life. Now listen, they are not God in my life, they're not Jesus. You have a personal relationship with Jesus. You have a personal responsibility to work out your salvation. But God put the fivefold ministry in place so that we can be equipped, we can be prepared, so we can have a unity around a function and a purpose and a mission, an assignment that God has put us on. Number two, it says this. It says that they had communion. Now communion involves all of that. It's breaking bread from house to house. It's fellowshipping. It's being in unity. It's working together and not against each other. Can you say amen? Amen. Helping each other become who we need to become. And then it says they fellowship together. Pastor Tony's uh, definition of fellowship has always been the best. I don't understand it, but it is the best. Two fellows in a boat. Fellowship. (laughs) but listen to this if you were two fellows in a ship you would have to speak to each other and if you wanted to go anywhere you'd have to row in the same direction so you get it so fellowship is working together helping each other and being on the same page and then worship amen private worship and individual worship and then corporate worship Amen? Multiplication. When you get into God's presence, when you, when you climb the mountain and you get into God's presence, he prepares you for the valley. Can you say amen? He prepares you to conquer your giants and overcome in love. So this is the thing. This year, We're gonna trust God together that we're gonna take it to the next level. Can you say amen? We're gonna flow with God in the power of his presence and that's why we wanna pray for each other this morning. That's why we wanna separate each other. Now, what we did this week, we took time this week with our leaders, we prayed, we worshiped together during our fasting prayer time. Individually, we did that. This morning, we anointed all the leaders that are serving this morning. We prayed for them. So we're standing under the blanket of God's anointing, God's glory and the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? so it's not the vessel it's what flows through the vessel can you say amen don't look at the vessel look at God he's the one who imparts he's the one who blesses he's the one who anoints can you say amen